Okay, people, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back once again to the Undiluted Podcast. Here today, we have not one, but we have two special guests. We have my boy Clayton back. We Hello. have what's up, what's up? And you from Carolina, right? North Carolina. Who me? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm from the main streets of Alabama, sir. Oh, Alabama. Shit, my bad. <laughs> 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 Made the tide roll, yes. And then also we have my boy Lewis. What's up, guys? And he's from New York. I ain't get that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and which part, Brooklyn? Brooklyn, but live in the Bronx, man. That's what's up, man. Brooklyn got too expensive. They got what? Too expensive in Brooklyn, man. <laughs> that's that gentrification man gentrification uh, yeah. then of course we got Mike and obviously he's from Chicago just like me you know Shot Town the best town West Side all day every day when all awesome. today uh, is the episode that we're gonna dive into sports nothing but sports man we had a whole lot going on this weekend it was very eventful we had, um, but this episode in particular, we'll talk about four things, or maybe more. Who knows? It depends. It's kind of late right now. But uh, we first, we're going to dive into the firing of Fred Hoiberg. And um, the other three subjects we're going to touch on also is um, Bama. Somebody got to say roll tide. Just want to be right. Roll tide. May the tide roll. <laughs> tide of you motherfuckers. Oh. And, um, <laughs> the firing of McCarthy before his ass even made it back to the locker room after uh, the weak ass Packers got their ass whooped. Amen. Uh, at home. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then also, the boy Wilder. Wilder with the draw. You know what I mean? And uh, his match with Tyson Fury, you know, there's a lot of controversy and surrounding that fight and a lot of hurt feelings, man. We'll also be talking about Dwight Howard being a poor rim protector of his own rim. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. But uh, yeah, this is the 11th episode of the Undiluted Podcast. I forgot to mention it. This was number 11. Um, so, first things first, let's dive into the demise of Fred Hoiberg. And, um, mm. first, uh, so now I, I'm still puzzled and I need to, can one of you answer this for me? Everybody was saying, be patient. The Fred Hoiberg system. It's going to do something. You guys got to see. You got to wait. Just like Iowa. His high octane offense and all it. What the fuck is the Hoiberg system? And when was it supposed to click for the boys? Well, it clicked like at the, you know, at the, at like a little bit after the middle of the season. The boys were making a push to the playoffs last year. But Chris Dunn got hurt. And then. You know, right on schedule, Chris Dunn gets hurt again this year, along with marketing and uh-huh. Denzel Valentine, and I think somebody else got injured. They had like four or five players out. So to be fair to him, 
you know, like he he, he got hit with the injury uh, uh, injury bug pretty pretty hard, but he had more than enough time to uh, you know change this around. These are these are his players, you know. He, he helped get these players, you know, to run his system, and he also had a veteran championship team before now, and that didn't work out. So it's like you know you can't you know he got to be on point with a lot of stuff, and he wasn't. About you, Clay. Uh, I'm not entirely sure what his system was. Uh, that's a very good question. Um, look, as far as far as it goes, I mean, yes, he did get hit by injuries pretty badly, as the Bulls unfortunately have been for a while. Um, y'all, y'all looked like y'all were about to have some fun with Derrick Rose, and uh, that went to shit. And um, it's it's not been great since. And uh, when you're not making playoffs, especially in the East, somebody's gonna go. And some change is going to be made, and it looks like the coach was the uh, was the choice to go. How about you, Lewis? I think it's I think it's about time he has to go. And I I don't know how you guys do it in Chicago, but I know in New York it's hard for coaches to keep their job, especially for like an organization like the Knicks. You guys got a good young team, and y'all stuck yep. in the Central Division, which is pretty tough at this, Man, well, this well, season. Well, what, what's killing me with y'all? Well, why won't y'all hire Mark Jackson? I don't, I don't know. I wanted to know the same question. That's, I had the same question. Excuse me. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, that's crazy that that man don't got a job yet. That's a very yeah. good question. I think the Bulls should give. I think or Patrick Ewing. Even if Patrick Ewing wasn't the, you know, never had head coaching experience, but the Knicks would have been a perfect option for him. I How think. Long so. He was down there with Orlando as the assistant coach, right, for a while. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, now he's the coach of Georgetown. I seen them uh, last year when they put when he, uh, they played DePaul in the same uh, you know conference with St. John. Yep, he went back to college. Well, hopefully the Bulls don't pick him up because fuck Patrick Ewing. And, and I, I love, I love, I'll never forget what Scotty dunked on his ass and smacked him on his way down and told Spike, he told Spike Lee, "Sit your bitch ass down." But anyway, greatest dunk in NBA history. Fred Hoiberg, man, I just—have you ever seen somebody just? I don't know. Like, I, I think this man could walk in. No, I, I ain't gonna disrespect that man like that. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> it I will, I'm gonna use another example. I think his house could be burning down, and dude just have a straight face like fuck it. <laughs> like it's just the end. That's what I know. Or like this dude can just—I don't know. Like it, somebody can just run over his dog in front of him. He'd be like, "Oh, that's fucked up." Man, but you know he—you know—he's a good coach. He's a good college coach. Dude you know, is like—he—he's like Kawhi Leonard without the. <laughs> like where's where's your emotion, brother? Like nah. what's going on? Nah, I think now nah, he showed more emotion than Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard on another level. <laughs> has Hoyberg has ever laughed? Have we seen this guy laugh? Like after Kawhi Leonard, nobody's laughing again ever. Yeah, that's the. But on a serious note, man, this dude just—I don't know—it just felt like he was way too content. Like in the Bulls, to be fair, last season was a tanking season. Yep, but you came in and we had this nice core of guys. And they got rid of those guys, and they said, "Oh man, um, 
Well, Derrick Rose, he didn't fit in with Hoiberg's style. We need somebody younger and faster. Rose just turned like fucking thirty or something now. I think. Yeah. But with those with those legs combined with his age and all those injuries, I I, I kind of see what they were going for. I, but I, I could I can understand, yeah, that they got rid of him because of the injury prone situation. But then you you get rid of him and then you bring in Dwayne Wade, who's obviously older. Yeah. And his health was declining. Yeah, that was. And funny. then, <laughs> and then it, it turns around. It doesn't work out with Jimmy Butler, who's a, not only a great offensive player but also on defense as well, and the guy can pass. So it's like you, you everybody starting to look at you like, damn. I mean, we getting rid of all the best players, and I mean, but a lot of that's on the, on the management. So you know, it ain't really. I think the Bulls have. Despite some of the decisions that we didn't like, the Bulls, Paxson has done a great job with the Bulls. Like drafting, trading, other than one trade I didn't like. I think John Paxson has done like a, a nice job. I mean, from Ben Gordon, Joe King, Noah. Yeah, he um, could scout some players, man. Blue all Luol Dane. Uh, we've had some great guys. Taj Gibson, Kirk Heinrich. Bulls could have been the Warriors before the Warriors. Yeah. But it just man, didn't play out that way. Injury bug, man. Derrick Rose. Injury bug. The league is not a defensive league no more, neither. So a lot of these guys that are offensive at that time were just mostly offensive. Back in the Ben Gordon days, you know, it was a little more defensive. They couldn't shine the same way these guys could shine now. Any little thing is a foul. And you know what? I, I, I couldn't even tell you if Hoiberg is well. Like, if you just look at the Bulls, like, damn, is he offensive minded or defensive minded? It's, it's like go out there and do whatever, whatever sticks to the wall. Fuck it. That's what it looks like to me. I remember, I remember that great playoff series that the Bulls had against the Celtics. It was the first round in two thousand nine, where it went all, all it went for the whole series, and every game seemed to go into overtime. And I just thought, like, look, I mean, I knew the Celtics were just more experienced and that was going to win out. But I thought when I saw the Bulls, I'm like, this is probably going to be a champion sometime relatively soon. And, you know, I mean, unfortunately, things can just fuck up like that. Yeah, the whole city was was shut down. But, you know, Fred Hobart, you know, he probably should have got that job in the first place. They should have had a veteran coach to come right after Tibbs. You know, uh, he did a great job at Iowa State because they stay messing up my bracket during March Madness, man. I'll never forget that. <laughs> man, they, they messed my bracket up. I think they beat Kansas or Duke or somebody, like, and that was in my Final Four. And uh, they just totally messed me up. But I think he, I think he's actually going to get a, another head coaching job. You know, you know he, in, he college. Was in college. <laughs> No, I actually think in the NBA, man. With who? You know, I think they don't give him one more shot. You know, with who? We'll see. I don't see it. Why? I can like, see it on. I can see it on a bad. T- I can see it on a lower lower tier team. I could definitely see him get a get another yeah. shot before they just say, "All right, go back to the college system." I mean, he um, got hit with the injury bug, man. If you want him in New York, you can have him, Lewis. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, with Chicago and Brooklyn, and like the Brooklyn Nets, even I see these guys. You know, these guys have got a, a young core team. It's just just the right guidance going along. Mm-hmm. Well, the situation, I don't think nobody could be blamed for that because he even pulled it in in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying? so that's that's a that's a different situation. The injury bug and not adjusting to that. That I, I could understand that because he got a, he got a good young team to work with. It's gonna it, it's gonna take time, but it, there got to be more an improvement than uh, thirteen or twelve, whatever place they're in today. Mm, right. Man, Do you I, see him? Huh? I had a question, but but go ahead. I, I ask it after you. Uh, I'm about to say, like, do you see him going back to college and redeeming himself, and then everybody being like, "Oh, I told you so." Like, he's, this guy's good. I don't think he want to go back to college because you know, being a college head coach is a lot of work. You got to do a hell of a lot of recruiting. You know, you got to. You know, and it, it ain't like the NBA side where you know you're dealing with professionals. And, you know, you just got to show up to work every day and you know game plan. But you got more control in college, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that is true, but it's more work, I think. Yeah, it it, it can be. It depends. It it can be. It still be getting paid like, very well. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Bulls still owe him money, so right. he can just chill if he wants. Like yeah. somebody said on Facebook, like shit, he can just chill, and enjoy his family this holiday season, and man, just be collecting that check. Hmm. Shit, That's I would. But I mean, hey, you know, I mean, it's it's kind of early in the season. I, I figured it would happen. I just, I, I didn't know what happened before Christmas. So who the hell knows? Yeah, yeah I was, I was excited about this season, man. I thought Bulls would be making the playoffs, but I think he should have got a fair shake and got his lineup back first, and then fight him. But as the Bulls like, fuck it, you out of here. Time to bring in Mark Jackson. We'll see. Sure. <laughs> Hopefully. I don't know why no teams go after that guy. Well, we know we know why he got pushed out of Golden State. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not gonna touch too much on that one, but we know why he got pushed out of there. But yeah, it's crazy that he ain't gotten another job since. Yeah, that nobody touched him. Hmm. <laughs> that is quite ridiculous. Then speaking of coaches getting fired. We had a situation in Green Bay that happened. Good segue. Yeah. Did you guys see that coming with McCarthy getting fired? I saw it coming three years ago. Three years ago. <laughs> Why do you say that? I mean, it's just, it's just like everybody, like it's always been kind of a uh, rumbling about him and Aaron Rodgers not getting along for whatever reason. I mean, and granted, Aaron Rodgers. Coincidentally, this man got fired on Roger's birthday, I heard. Oh, that was no coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous, man. Well, I mean, but Aaron Rodgers don't seem to get along with a lot of people. He don't even like his own family, so this ain't surprising. But, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, look, I'd heard these rumblings for a while, and I'm surprised that uh, uh, McCarthy stuck around for as long as he did. Hmm. Man, 13 years, right? Yes. And even I thought a, they, they should have at least gave the man uh, to the end of the season. I think he was deserving of that. They could have gave him to Monday at least. Like, damn. 
Right. Like, <laughs> right after the game, that's that's deep. Yeah, yeah. that is that was deep. Like that was personal. Yeah, yeah, that was very personal. Was like, what you got to lose by letting the man coach the rest of it? <laughs> like, you already out the playoffs. You couldn't let the man go home for the day. <laughs> Damn. Well, they got an, they got an interim, so you know, I, I agree, it's crazy. But you know, maybe uh, give Aaron a little more time to see if he bonds with another play caller or another coach or something like that. Because Aaron Rodgers is not getting younger, like. He, he, he did not play much when Brett Favre was there and he's been injured and everything like that, but he's still, what is he, he's still 30, what is he, 37, 36? Something like that. Uh, he's, Rogers is? Aaron Rodgers is 36 already? Nah, I think he's like 35 or 34. You know, right. I thought he was older than that. Either way, because he sat for like his first few years because Brett Favre was still there. Like, nah. so I, I don't know how... You know, because he—I don't think he's gonna play twenty years. You don't know, but yeah, he—he he wants to win now. Mm-hmm. I mean, if Drew Brees can do it for as long as he can and did, I think he'll be okay for another three, four years. Man, I don't—I don't. I'm sling it Drew Brees can sling that ball. Aaron Rodgers can too, but I don't think he has the same—the same weapons that Brees has at the moment. Nah, nah, he don't. No, and then they can't win no away games. That's the problem with the Packers. They can't win one away game. Not even one. Damn. But they they got a bigger problem on their hands. The Chicago Bears. So I think you know you know our our, our little group with, with our talent on offense is looking looking pretty good, especially with the receivers and the Mac Daddy on defense too. Rodgers yeah. Rodgers wants no part of Mac. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, he ended the man season early. First game of the season. He ain't never been the same since that game. <laughs> he ain't never been the same. So, do you guys see McCarthy going to like? I don't know. I'm seeing rumors that he that the uh, Browns want him. And I was like, come on, man! You really just you go to the Browns when you like fuck it. That's a good shot. No, no, no. The Browns would be a good spot, man. The spot for him, actually, because he's uh, a Super Bowl winner. He'll get a job. Yeah, because they got the Browns got a good team. Oh, I forgot you know, about my boy, um, the Baker Mayfield. Yeah, the Baker man. I like yeah, Baker. So, and they've yeah, been and, and they've been still in games lately. So <laughs> I don't know. It still feels like a graveyard. It's like damn. But you know, he's a rookie, so it's like we'll see. Being intrigued by the Browns is like driving past a graveyard. You see a couple of chicks in bikinis, like, oh, should I pull over? What's going on? And I having a party. Hell, it's a graveyard. Fuck that. I would so party with chicks that hung out in graveyards. Oh my God. Let me see you doing that. Let me I jump mean, in your bones. <laughs> hell yeah. I beat that little gothic pussy up. Oh, yes. But no, I mean he'll he'll get a job. He's a super he's a Super Bowl winner, so yeah, he'll be fine. And then speaking, you know, uh, shout out to Adrian Peterson today, man. He uh, did his thing, man. Uh, End up getting 106 rushing TDs. Oh yeah. Five. Oh yeah. Who's who's he playing for these days? Washington Washington Redskins. They was playing. uh, Who they play? uh, The Eagles. What happened to the Eagles, man? Super Bowl hangover. 
That's why I say football ain't like basketball. Best team don't always win. And when they win, they suck the next year. Unless you're the Patriots. It can happen. Yeah, it can happen. It really can. That's why football is like the number one sport, though. Because anything can happen on any given Sunday. And no matter how good the roster is. That's true, too. And then those like those that, teams you know, those like teams are huge and so many different factors. So yeah. yeah, it's not it's not like in basketball. You kind of know who's gonna win from the start of the season. Yeah, it could be it could be something minor that you don't think of think of like you could lose a kicker, and then that makes a huge difference. Like look at how many teams could have won certain games, but the kicker fucked up. Oh yeah. Uh huh. But uh. uh hey. Uh, uh, speaking of uh, while we on football, do you guys uh, did you uh, uh, look and uh, see what happened to, to uh, Kareem Hunt? Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, so, he, so wait a minute, man. Like like my man Fifty said, man, it, it, this is grabby digger, man. You gonna bring up dude? You gonna bring up the guy that kicked the woman after we started talking about kickers? Huh? <laughs> like that's <laughs> this is where oh, I think about. Yeah, man. Oh man, I wish we had the little 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 punchline thing. But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, get the rim yeah. shot button. Right, exactly. But um, but yeah, that. But no, on a serious <laughs> note, man, I was, domestic violence. On, I, I think that's well. It's not even. Wait, no, nah, that wasn't his girl, right? No, he had just met her. But no, I know what you're saying, like. Like yeah, one, one, abusing women—that's fucked up. Like we don't condone it, you know, but still. Well, everybody, you know, everybody's talking about she. She called him a nigga, this and this, that, and everything like that, and that's not good. But at the same time, you a pro athlete, you got a lot of shit to lose, and you in the optics, you in a fucking hotel, you supposed to know that shit's being recorded all the time. You just got to take yourself out of bad situations, man. These athletes—they be. I'm telling you, man. These athletes just need to stop constantly you know they just gotta be careful man if if you're not sure about a woman just kick her out the room get your nice little escort from the escort service around town and get your freak on you know what i'm saying you don't need to be messing around with some of these broads man some of these broads are just trouble yeah that that's a stupid way to lose your job and your money man you know, lose your career like your it's career. over because I think, you know, I think I think he would even be fine if it wasn't for the kick at the end. Everything else in the video seemed like mm, borderline. But that kick at the end, when she was already on the ground, I'm just like, mm. Yeah, yeah. He lost his stuff. I think he was he was influenced on something. I'm like, even if he was, I still ain't, ain't no reason to do that. Oh, like, yeah, no. Huh? Man. Like, like well, what she said to you to, for you to do that, why couldn't you just walk away? That's some people just flip She's out already though, out that. your room. She's already out your room. You ain't got to deal with her no more. Then you, then you see his, his boy was kind of look, trying to look out for him. He snatched the phone from her friend and everything. I think he deleted I, the whole phone. It's like Shannon Sharp said on Undisputed this morning. Guys, it's not worth it. Yeah, you got to if I don't care if, like I said, if it's a man and a woman, like, I always say this. I don't. I, I don't hit women. That's what chokeholds are for. Actually, that's one of my sayings. But I say this. I don't really like to hit women unless <laughs> the fuck? Unless, unless my life. Is we don't condone chokeholds either. Just for disclaimer. Oh yes, of course <laughs> not. But no, like I said, if if your life ain't on the line, just I don't care if, if it's your. He said if it's your house, the huddle house or the waffle house, just get the fuck out of there. 
call the police or just just remove yourself from the situation man you especially when you're an athlete a top level athlete with the image stuff that that league has going on you got to be smarter yeah 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 like that, that eye in the sky is always watching and obviously it, it got them. for for the listeners that have that like like you if you're dealing with somebody right now to get on your nerves or Whatever, man. A woman, or even if it's a dude, that's your thing. Whatever, man. Just, just walk away. It's not. Don't let anybody provoke you to the point where you just start beating the ass. Like, but like, by all means, defend yourself. But still, exactly. Yeah. But I think a lot of these teams, too, all these guys, some kind of uh, classes. A lot of the rookies' classes when they're coming out of college and stuff like that, because a lot of these guys have anger management problems. Or have issues that were never addressed through school and need financial coaching also coming out of college. A lot of these guys never had this much money. They're spending it. And the teams could afford it. You know what I'm saying? You could afford to sit there and say, listen, go go here, get this idea. You blow it from here, that's on you. But right. you know, we try, we try to help you from here. I agree with that. You know, the one good thing for him is that she ain't pressing charges and uh she didn't I don't well, think- well we well we know what that was. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. Got paid off, man. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, for sure. It was I mean, a lot. Sure. It was a lot there for her to keep, keep to keep pursuing. Obviously, you yeah. know what that was. They probably still smashed afterwards. Like I'm not, I'm not disputing that. Dude, this was in, and this was back in February. Yes. So let's keep that in mind. So, yeah. yeah, it was swept under the rug, and the NFL. I heard they kind of, kind of persuaded him out. to like, uh, let's not look into this. Yeah. But, but no, they, they, they trying to stay away from it too. They got their brand to protect. And then you know the Chiefs are like the number one team. You know, yeah. You know they, they they trying to keep you know as much of that team intact as you know. I, they were really trying to help them out, but being selfishly helping them out because the Chiefs is marketable. As a Broncos fan, I'm happy about this though. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Do you think you think he'll ever be back in the NFL? Yeah, yeah, he'll be back next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, did, man, do you think this video was worse than the uh, the Ray Rice? No, video? no, hell no. no. <laughs> yeah. But we, but I, I, but I think yeah. this, I think it's a little bit more PC these days, though. I'm just gonna. I, was, I will say this though. I I saw some of the shows this morning. Some of those broads on TV, uh, Molly Karam and uh, Jenny yeah, Taylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah Ma- Molly was ready with the shit. She was ready. Molly Karam. Molly She just need to calm down sometimes. Anytime one of these issues come up, she turns all Tumblr feminazi on us. And Jenny Taylor was talking about. I don't know if I want him back in the league and everything like that. I'm just like, y'all are, y'all need to calm down. Okay, he made a mistake. Like I said. If he was beating, if he was beating a man's ass, y'all wouldn't be talking about he should be out of the league. Like, you want, are y'all equal or y'all, do y'all need to be protected? You know what I'm saying? So let's calm down. He's probably going to be out of the league for the rest of the year, but he'll be back next year. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. All right. So next thing, first, uh, we got a Bama boy on phone. Hello. Well, well on the, on the show. Um, why do you think I mentioned that? Uh, I think there was some football game this past weekend. Oh, what kind of game? Uh, some sort of championship, the uh, the SEC or SEC championship, I believe. Uh, between between 
One, two, three. Uh, there was some Georgia Bulldogs involved and some Alabama elephants. Um, uh, what's the name? Uh, da, 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 the Roll Tide. <laughs> the Crimson Tide. Crimson oh, Tide. Can you explain where, where this Roll Tide shit come from? Where did it start? Um, I don't know the I don't know the exact exact beginning. I I I just know they call them the Crimson Tide. Somebody explained this to me once a long time ago, but I didn't really care. I just I just assume it to mean that it means keep rolling on. I I don't know what the fuck it means. <laughs> I think I honestly think some people just say that shit because it's catchy and they not even real Bama fans, and they just be oh rule tide because it sounds oh, good. There's a lot yep. of fun college sayings. I love saying Boomer Sooner. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even root for Oklahoma, but goddamn Boomer Sooner is so fun to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even have to ask why. <laughs> Boomer right. Sooner! But, um, yeah, that was a pretty exciting game. You know, I love coming from behind victories. And, uh, oh, that didn't sound right either. I mean, I love. <laughs> you said you love coming on her behind, and you consider it a victory. I love those type of victories where you know, team is losing, they come back, and then especially in a situation where you got a guy like Jalen Hurst, you know, he's a pretty talented. Yeah, he, yeah, he needed that. Yes, he, he did. He needed that. Yeah, the stock, the stock is going up. Yeah, and. Uh, Man, the, play, the college football playoff is set. Was uh, Alabama one, Clemson is two, uh, three is what uh, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Then four is Oklahoma. So the playoff is set. Uh, I think they got the four teams right. You know, uh, I kind of had you know had a feeling Ohio State wasn't gonna make it, but oh. there's only two coaches in the in the in the league. I think that could beat Nick Saban. That's Clemson coach. You know, uh, Dabo Swinney. Yeah, Dabo Sweeney and uh, Urban Meyer, Ohio State. Those are the only two coaches I think can beat Nick Saban that has beat him. Yes, they have. So, yeah, other than that, you know, you know, Michigan, you know, they most overrated college football team ever. <laughs> most overrated ever? Damn. Yeah, man. Like, kind of up there, yeah. I, I don't disagree with that. I don't fully agree, but I don't disagree with that statement. Yeah, they're, they're marketing it through the roof, and they lose every time. You know, Damn. Like they got blown out by 30, 40 points to Ohio State, and that's that's supposed to be the game of the year. <laughs> it wasn't even worth watching. The game was over in the second quarter. Yeah, that game was trash. Yeah, they didn't live up to the hype at all. Let's watch, and you know, and I think this is a good question to ask you guys. So the Heisman uh, candidates have been set. It's uh, you know, you got uh, Haskins from the quarterback from Ohio State. You got the quarterback uh, Tua for Alabama, and you got Kyle Murray from uh, with your Boomer Sooners, uh, Clay, <laughs> Oklahoma. <laughs> Boomer, oh, they're, not, they're not my yeah. Boomer Sooners. That's just my catchphrase from now on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so but every time I say them, I'm gonna think of you, man. All right, Boomer <laughs> Sooner. <laughs> so, out of those three, who do you guys think on uh winning? Uh, my pick is Kyle Murray. I think he got he he clearly th- uh, does more. Is more needed for his team than all the others. Uh, why? Why do you say that? Because man, you you like always view it like the MVP or the NBA or like any other. You know, you know, like uh, it's supposed to be a team award, but Cal Murray carried Oklahoma. They they would not they would not be relevant without him. 
Um, and he carried them. And I think he's on his way to break, uh, you know, some quarterback uh, records. Uh, Bob McNair, Steve McNair, and, uh, and some other QBs. So uh, I think he just did more for his team than the others. I mean, Tua for Alabama, you know, this is the best offense they ever had under him. And he's, he's definitely breaking some records too. But looking at what Jalen Hurst did, you know, you, I feel like you, you can assert a QB and they'll still be successful. Uh, Ohio State, you know, the closest one to uh, Kyle Murray is Haskins, the QB, the black uh, guy. And uh, shit, you know, he kind of like Kyle Murray too, but I still think Ohio State would have did what they did even without Haskins. So, I'll pick Kyle Murray now. Who's your pick, Lewis? Yo, Lou. I'm lost with the college football for the Heisman Trophy. I, no, this one, this subject, I can't touch. I can tell you about the games, but the Heisman, I'm, I'm out of that conversation. I just don't feel bad. I don't know shit about college football at the moment either. Yeah, man. It's the best. It's the... Games and that's it. But um, when it comes to the Heisman, I, I um, never get that. You may call never me biased, right but anyway. I'm picking Tua. I, just I, was like, well, I just think, no like you said, the way he just, um, and I know this is going back to last year, but the way he emerged in the second half of the national championship wow. against Georgia. And then you got to look at this year. We've won all these national championships. We're this story franchise, and he led us to our through our best offensive year ever. This is, you know, you got to think about that. You got to think about that. This is our best offensive year ever. And like I said, we don't, we've had a lot of blowout victories this year. I get that. And I know he got injured down the stretch, so that may affect him. But I just think you got a championship pedigree already. You had, it's like a, it's like a, it's, it's like so far it's been like, you know, like I said, you had this guy who had this great emergence in the second half of the national championship game. And, you know, he's had this great run. We're blowing out teams like LSU and, you know, Mississippi State, these ranked teams and everything like that. And we're just, we're with our offense, I mean, as well as our defense too, but this, this great offense that we've had. I remember before the latter part of the season, we were setting, we set some kind of record for starting off with 50 point games. And I just think, I mean, I wouldn't be mad if, um, uh, with the one from Oklahoma, were, Oklahoma were to win it, but I just I think it should, I think it should be two. I just think he, I you know, I just think he, I think he should be our third Heisman winner. I just I won't be mad. I just feel like Murray is more deserving of it a little bit more because, like, I, I take this into accountability on how the teams were playing Oklahoma. Their offense is so legit that teams had to was going for it on fourth down. Cause they don't want to get get in the fall. Okay. You know, like like they they're moving down the field regardless. Oh yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. And this guy runs a four three, you know, and, and then uh, you know as a fun fact, you know he's not even gonna go to the NFL. He's he got uh, signed to go play baseball. He has signed a four million dollar contract to play baseball already. Oh, for real? Where's he? Uh, what team? Uh, I want I want to say the Oakland A's. Oh well, it's not the Yankees, so screw him. <laughs> so he's set. But yeah, that was my pick, man. And uh, and uh, I throw the the strength and schedule in there a little bit. So let me ask you something, Clay. As a guy who's a Bama native, 
how is it out there when they actually win big games and championships and things like that? Say that again. I'm sorry. No, as a Bama native, how is it out there when you guys win championships and big games? Like, is it crazy as hell? Because it gets pretty crazy here when Chicago teams win championships. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yes. Uh, it's it's pretty intense, but you know, you know how it is when you got like, like when when you when you're involved with a dynasty, like as Alabama has been for years. It's I won't lie. It's kind of like it's kind of like you know, even though we haven't won, we haven't won one up there with the Yankees in a while. It's like you win those. It's not so much going crazy after all like you go crazy but at the same time it's kind of like that dynasty entitlement it's kind of like okay good you did good after a while it goes from like going crazy to like okay good you did your job you know what i'm saying like right it's because i mean oh oh, yeah no question about it yes um yeah no doubt about it it's uh yeah there's no there's no question about it it's uh, it, like I said, it's it's still fun. We still want to win. Like we still get bummed out uh, when we when we lose the close ones. I remember the kick six from a couple years ago. Like that that sucked. And uh, from Auburn, you know, Auburn, yeah, right? that oh, was the, the, the yeah the kick six game from a couple years ago. Like stuff like that still will piss you off, but it'll keep you motivated for the next year. Who was the quarterback uh, for Auburn? Uh, I don't it wasn't remember. Cam. It wasn't Cam Newton. It was no, it wasn't Cam. It was Nick Cam. something, right? Wasn't it Nick? Or... Uh, 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 was it Nick Chubb? Is that him? No, that no, wasn't him. Not, no, that's the running back. That's the running back, yeah. Um, I don't remember. It, it, ah, man, it's going to come to me. But, yeah, I remember that guy. But, yeah, that's a good question, Jared, because, uh, you know, I'm always looking for uh, a team to beat Alabama. I'm not looking. Shame so, on you. Like, yeah, they're so dominant. It's like, all right. You know, it's like, hey, it's like Alabama versus the field. I mean, like I said, had Ohio, had Ohio State not beaten Purdue, I mean, had Ohio State not lost to Purdue the way they did, I mean, look, any team can be, be can be beaten on any given Sunday. Like, for all I know, we, we, we have just as much chance as losing the national championship as we did to fucking, you know, Louisiana Tech or whoever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? I, I never... I'm never, and especially in terms of football, I'm never, uh, uh, I'm never like arrogant to the point to where I think we're just going to run the table or anybody's going to run the table. But going into this playoff, had Ohio State not lost to Purdue the way that they did, I'd be a lot more nervous about potentially having to face both Dabo Sweeney and Urban Meyer in the same playoff. Like that would suck. I was so, hoping for it. Man, great! Might yeah, still he has a job this season yeah, after that drama in the beginning. That wasn't even his fault, though. Like that was like they were making a big deal about that. Like again, I remember they brought yeah, on one of those little analysts on first take the day after that happened, and Molly Cam was being dramatic, and he's just like, "Now who does he owe an apology to?" And he's like, "He owes an apology to every woman in America." I'm like, "Y'all motherfucking simps, shut <laughs> Wait the hell up!" Every woman in America. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I was pissed when that went down because, you know, I, you know, I'm a Big Ten guy. I went to the University of Illinois. Urban Meyer represents the Big Ten, and that's pretty much the only coach we got that could beat Nick. So it's Nick Saban. So I'm like, man, the season is gone, and uh, it was a rough season for. But those players showed up for him, and they didn't, they didn't let him down at all. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm glad they're going to the Rose Bowl because that is a great um, consolation prize for them. The Rose Bowl is awesome. So, and who they playing at Georgia, right? Or who is Ohio State playing? Yeah, I think so. I'm not sure. I got to double check. Yeah, I got to look into that. You know who I want to see? I wouldn't have minded seeing UCF sneak in there. I mean, I knew they weren't going to, but UCF is kind of like the Boise State of this generation, where it's just like you're always right there, but you can't quite get in with the bigger teams just yet. Yeah, but that no, they, they just need to extend the college playoffs. That's all. They got to extend it. I mean, every champion in that conference should just make the playoff and battle it out. Yeah, that I agree. I agree with. I don't like the system. I didn't like the uh, yeah, the old uh, BCS, and this BCS is a little better. But they got to improve on. Pissed when there was two SEC teams making it to the playoffs. Like, come on, man. If they cut, if they were to cut down the regular season, I think that could possibly work. If they were to cut down the regular season by maybe like two games, that would that could probably work to expand the playoffs some more. Uh, I guess just, just because, just because you know, you're already not playing, paying the players. They're not going to be like, oh, well, we have to play two more, four more playoff games. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, I, oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. But yeah, you know, yeah, college football is amazing, man. I love it every year. I'm game. Yeah. Hopefully, they bring back. Speaking of games, hopefully they bring back the video games. Uh, but. Oh, some might may not know uh, the reason why I stopped is because some of the players ended up suing EA Sports for having their likeness in the games but not cutting them a check. So they just said, fuck it, we're about to end the games altogether. But there's rumors going around that they might bring the games back. And they were, all, they were pretty good, man. I, uh, yeah, I missed those games. Oh, they were great. Bring college football games were awesome. Out with the players, like, come on, just just get them some kind of form of compensation. Oh, you got to. EA Sports, EA Sports dropped the ball anyway with a lot of their games, other than Madden and UFC, because NBA Live they fell off, fell off the face of the earth. They don't make fight nights anymore. They stopped making boxing games. They stopped with the fight nights. It's been been a whole situation. Yeah, no, they haven't made a fight night in years. I can't. What was the last one? Speaking of fight night in boxing. Hey. Hey. <laughs> oh. Now it's about to get heated. Lewis, you ready? Wilder versus Fury. Oh, I'm ready, brother. The reactions alone, man. Damn. The re- some of the reactions I saw were like, damn, that was worth the damn fight. Hey, hold but, uh, on. So, hold on. We gotta set it up nice, though. <laughs> let us talk about, you know. Let, let me give a brief. I'm gonna let you guys go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. yeah. Let me give a brief introduction on how we got to this point. The heavyweight division was dead for about 15, 12 years. Would you agree? All right. Yeah, for the most part, yeah, agree. Under yeah, the Vladimir Klitschko, you know, he uh, won the belt back in 06. I think his brother won the belt in like 03. Had had the WBC belt, which is the belt that Wilder has now. Yes. They had, they had these belts up until like 2015. All, all these belts. 
And uh, so Tyson Fury fights Klitschko went in uh, 2015. Bossed the hell out of him. Beat him. Got three of the belts, which is the WBO, IBF, and IBO. Uh, I, th- his, I think his brother retired in 13, so that belt was just lingering out there. I think it went it ended eventually getting to Wilder through some uh, uh, Bobby beating up. Um, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Stavern, yeah. Stavern. They got um, Stavern through the fight. Very beast, uh, they fought for the vacant he time. Gets all, he gets the three, uh, three belts, and you know, and the story, the backstory of that, which sets this up good, is that you know he went through alcoholism and drug problems. He just was celebrating life. You know, he was only he was like 28, 27 maybe uh, when when he's uh yeah I think probably like twenty seven. Yeah, he, uh, he, got, yeah, he got the belt, and uh, so he's just parting his life away, man. Alcoholism, suicide, mental depression, all of that. He got the belt stripped away from from the uh, addicted to drugs and alcohol. The belts eventually gets to AJ. AJ started knocking people out to get three of these belts. My boy AJ. You know, yeah, yeah, AJ is Anthony Joshua. He's in the UK. And now uh, Wilder ends up getting a WBC belt, I think, in 2015. And he beat uh, the Stavron uh, for that. And now that sets up what we were hoping for, an empty Joshua versus Wilder for an undisputed for all four belts. My money's on AJ. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, and... Uh, but we didn't get that because of the contract negotiations. And, we, you know, we're going to circle back around. I think Eddie Hearn and AJ didn't want that fight to happen. They offered, them, they offered them 15 million, right? They offered Wilder 15 million, man. Right, Wilder. 15 million. And he fought Fury for how much? 4 million? You said they offer who four million? They offered wait, they offered Wilder fifteen million and he turned it down. And he fought Fury on the other hand for about four or five million. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. But he gonna get paid more than that once everything clears. Uh, I don't know exactly the number of the finances in that, but that that negotiation, I know me and uh, Terrence Radcliffe and our sports group can go back and forth all day. I, I personally think uh, Eddie Hearn didn't want that fight. You sent Wilder a contract, which he accepted, but you ain't gonna send send the venue and a date. <laughs> so, what? Right, right. Came and then you know, and then once they ask the questions, all of a sudden AJ has to fight a mandatory. So you know, it's like, come on. There's so much. There's so much cowardice in combat sports. That's kind of why I've grown to resent it over the years. Yeah, so now that brings us to the Fury and uh, Tyson. Uh, when, when, like I say, he lost his belts and now he's back. Yes, and uh, he's the guy that beat the guy that beat the guy, or <laughs> whatever. Yeah. yeah. Wow. He's the lineal champion. So, he's the you know, this was a great the real world champion, quote unquote. And I thought that was the smartest move he can make because his next two fights, he's guaranteed to be, get his biggest payday because at the end of the day, these are prize fighters. Yes. So, you know, like, it set up, you know, that was, I didn't see that move coming. I did not see him picking Fury right after that. And he did. And now, you know, we had this great fight, man. So what would you guys' thoughts on the fight? I thought that Tyson Fury 
uh, lived up to his nickname as the Rolls Royce of the heavyweight division. He put on quite the clinic. Uh, he withstood uh, Deontay's attacks. He put he just put on a great show, even though he got knocked down a couple times, which is to be expected going up against the Bronze Bomber Tuscaloosa Zone. What's up? And um, um, and oh, oh, fun fact: Wilder gave a speech to Ron Tide this season too. Yes, he did. But yeah, I mean, I just thought it was, I thought it was one of the best heavyweight fights, fights, at least between people I care about that I've seen in a long time. And um, ultimately, like some other previous fights, the, you know, this is why boxing, you have to be a headhunter. Sometimes you have to hurt people because you can't leave things in the hands of the judges. And it taints the fight for me. What, what, what was a really good and fun, entertaining fight? I thought Fury won. Um, how many rounds did I have it? I think I had it written down somewhere. I had him winning nine of the rounds. And um, and the fact that it was called a draw just taints the whole thing for me. I, I can't even rewatch it now. <laughs> hmm. yeah, Lewis? Yeah, well, I, for me, I think this is a. I think it opens up the gate now because remember, before with Fury out, all you had was Joshua and Wilder. You could throw yeah, in Dylan yeah. White, Derek Chisora, um, Big Baby Miller, but the two main guys were the Joshua and Wilder. So now you don't; these two don't right. fight. You know, when they do fight, this is all after that. They don't really have nothing left. Pre Fury, pre the Tyson Fury fight. So now Tyson Fury adds a little spice to the division. But it also shows why a lot of English guys don't want to come over here and fight. Oh, yeah. Because Lennox Lewis had the same experience with Evander Holyfield. Oh, yeah. Their first fight. Mm-hmm. Where he boxed him. And he got the draw. So now you're stuck with that. And as, as, <laughs> I can see it as AJ. AJ, um, AJ Styles. AJ, Anthony Joshua. Yeah, and, and Will Fayette. He has the belt. The A side of this fight. This is the truth. Yeah. I'll, I'll, right. That's what's up. He has the belt. And he could sell out Wembley. Deontay Wilder. Yes, I love the guy. American, American heavyweight. We need he that in have, boxing. He cannot do that. But he's not a he's not a household name. He has to take he has to take the 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 smaller purse, the B side purse. Go over to England. Become the become the villain over there. Yeah, knock this guy out, and then you're gonna start seeing more and more about Deontay Wilder. But right now, especially after this Tyson Fury fight, I think I think it's a great oh, fight. Man. I thought Ortiz it was a great, the second best heavyweight fight, fight for me this year that I saw, other than Luis Ortiz, Deontay Wilder. Man, that fight was awesome. I agree. It's, it's a, well, kind of. It was a great fight for the heavyweight division, and so was this fight. But it decreases Deontay Wilder's yeah. stock as far yeah. as contract yeah. negotiations yeah. with Joshua. Anthony Joshua. Yeah. Like I, I just think, I don't know. It's just all about AJ. But at the same time, I like Wilder as well. I like some of the stuff he says. I like the fact that he's an American. Uh, also, but, hey, I, I just got to go, like I said, on the last sports episode, man. Stats and facts, and Wilder let a lot of people down. I mean, here's the stats. Uh, you had, as far as jabs, Wilder landed 40 of 248. That's 
You have Fury on the other. You have Fury on the other hand, forty-six of two hundred and twenty-three. That's twenty-one percent. So Fury won in that regard. Um, as far as power punches, Wilder thirty-one of one eighty-two. That's seventeen percent. You got Fury on the other hand, thirty-eight of a hundred and four. That's thirty-seven percent. That's twenty more fucking percent, bro. Uh, as far, yeah. But to be fair, a power punch, a power punch is anything but a jab. That's true. So Fury could have been throwing and, like light total, hooks, and that's going to count as a power punch. Wow, the statistic one out of four hundred and thirty, and Fury on the other hand, eighty-four out of three hundred and twenty-seven, and that was twenty-six percent. So. Yeah, you he was more. He was, he was more active. Yeah, but those two, so, those two knockdowns are what say wild as ass. Right, right. Yes, right. they did, especially and, the twelfth yeah. round. Yeah, and I was gonna get to that. I was like, I think, like, I'm one of the few people. I'm okay with the outrage at the result. You know, I'm not gonna argue that. But I'm, I'm actually okay with the draw because, if like. I, I think Wilder won three to four rounds, and, and that fourth round, whatever fourth round you want to give him, that he won is debatable. But those two knockdowns give you extra point, so that's why I can see the draw. So I'm like, you know, it's like it, it's a classic draw to me. The knockdown saved him, saved him. Yes, and, it did. And I'm, and that's why I'm so okay. I think it's a classic draw. I, I'm not, I'm not too outraged. Cause people like Wilder is not like a boxer, you know. He ain't no no fundamental boxer at all, as we seen. No, he he, he lives up to his last name. He's pretty fucking yeah. wild. He, he just yeah. he yeah. just throws wild ass punches, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> he, he he's a fighter. Yes, he is. He's, I agree with he ain't that. No boxer. He's a fighter. That's a good, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah, he ain't like Floyd Mayweather in the art of hitting without getting hit. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather, who one of his 50 wins was also a robbery against Mr. Castillo, but I'm not going to get into that right now. <laughs> yeah, and I thought, yeah, I thought his toughest fight was Miguel. Uh-huh. So it's like, you know, uh, I, I think Wilder, I think Mayweather, uh, Mayweather's a little jealous or envious of Wilder a little bit. I think he's hating on the man. For some reason, I thought, I thought Canelo was going to beat Mayweather, but... Nah, he couldn't oh, catch him. Nah, oh, that, that was, he schooled that boy. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't catch him. Man, I nah, believed in the hype. It was that weight. Reason, it was that weight. That weight ah. messed up Canelo. He was he ain't one supposed to. That weight was killing his ass. <laughs> Canelo, <laughs> yeah, tainted meat and all. He got to watch those guys, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. Canelo can't fight at Walter Wade no more. No, no. So, yeah, so that's all that is. But like, you know, back to the. He might not be able to fight in super yeah. middleweight what this weekend or is, in, in a couple of is Canelo so, still uh, just on him quick. On, is on he still uh, managed by a, a golden boy and De La Hoya in them yeah okay I was just making sure oh did you see that golden boy yeah did you see that golden boy MMA thing that they just had with Chuck Liddell and Tito Ortiz that was so sad to watch disgusting that was terrible I agree I agree with Dana White they're He's so fucking old. <laughs> yeah, so, Chuck Liddell. Elaborate on that one for us and the listeners. Uh, what what happened with that? Oh, that they just Golden Boy put on their first MMA event, and 
their their first main event was Chuck Liddell versus Tito Ortiz, which would have been fine back in two thousand and five. But holy shit, good right. lord, this dude, like almost fifty, man. Fifty. Is Chuck awesome. Liddell is so old. He he looked terrible. And he got and Tito, out. Yeah, Tito's no spring chicken either. But she, that was just painful to watch, man. It, it really was. And Tito finally got his win over Chuck. But I mean, how proud are you going to be of that man? The man was. Ugh. He had the dad bod and everything. Like Tito flicked his Tito flicked Chuck's belly at the weigh in. I'm like, oh boy. I think he got he knocked him out in the first round, didn't he? Uh, I believe it was first round. Yeah, it was it was just sad. First round was a matter of minutes. Crazy. A couple of punches he caught Chuck Liddell yeah, and backed I him up and dropped him. To the, the million dollar question. Uh, yes. All right. Who would win between Wilder and AJ? AJ. AJ Styles. I mean, Joshua. <laughs> Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua, because Wilder, like you said, he's a fighter. <laughs> but AJ is going to go in there, box him, beat his ass, knock him out. Unless, unless Deontay can polish up and hone his skills or something like that. With I don't know how long these fights take to make, but, you know, uh, he's going to be in for a long night. I think Deontay Wilder is an underestimated boxer. I think people forgot against Bermain uh, Stavern. He boxed Bermain Stavern when he couldn't knock him out. And he boxed him well. He was, and he was trained oh, by Mark Breland. Mark Breland is one of the best amateur mm-hmm. boxers of all time. So he, he got the skills. But then we got to worry about against Tyson Fury was too big to jab against. The Wilder Fury 2 match. Yeah, which will be a good. That's inevitable. Which is what the... I've, if I'm wild, I don't take that fight. Yeah, I go, I go, I go to England and fight Anthony Joshua first. I let that, I let that fight simmer a little bit. And go oh, fight Anthony Joshua. I think he, dropped, I think he knocks out Anthony Joshua if they fight. Oh wow! Anthony Joshua. I think he knocks Anthony Joshua. I think he's gonna fight Fury before he fights Wild. You think AJ's awesome. gonna fight Fury? I think he'll fight Fury before he fights something else. Wow. Yeah. And that would be fucked up. Well, we're fighting Tyson Fury right now. You don't look good fighting him. Even if you're a great boxer, you're not going to look good fighting him because of his style. He's awkward and he can box. He got that big caveman style where he hugs you and he got that herky-jerky move before he he throws a punch. Fury or what? So, I... I, I I fight. I, I, I fight take Wilder. I take the. I take it while it's hot. And like, hey, I did. I take it while it's hot. Then beat Wilder's ass. Because Wilder, because Wilder is the more dangerous fight. Because like Wilder. Yeah, but the problem is that Wilder cannot like, one punch. I take them both on in a handicap match. What? 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 You saying in England? Match? Yeah, so I take them both. I'll take them both on. They can just tag in, and I, I just knock them both out. A handicap elimination match. You have to knock out or beat both. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's what I would do. <laughs> well, the big fight in England, in England yeah. will be Joshua and Fury. That'll be the that'll be the money fight in England. That'll definitely be the money fight, and everywhere else that fight will go unnoticed. But that'll be the big money fight in England. But 
I guess me as a yeah. as a Wilder guy, I would definitely put Fury on hold, yeah. fight Joshua. That's, that's what I want. Do the two fights with Joshua, then come back and fight Fury. Wanted to see for the past two to three years, and, it, and it's been a mess. Eddie Hearn, I did not like him. I did not like his ass at all. I understand. He, he's a a bona fide liar. He's AJ's he's AJ's promoter, matchroom boxing, and he just flat out lies. Oh, yeah, that's, all you, that's all you got to do is say he's a boxing promoter. Yeah. Is he is he an Englishman as well, or is he a yeah American? yeah man? This guy is a, is a trip, man. This is why. This, this how, is why how you gonna boxing. send a contract? How you how you send a contract out with no venue and date, and then no rematch clause, none of that. It's like crazy. The disrespect is retarded. You know, then he offers the man twelve million flat before that fifteen million to fight, and I'm like, this is easily an eighty million to sixty million dollar fight. Yeah. <laughs> easily. That's why I love and hate boxing at the same time. Shit like that, man. It's just Wilder. The Wilder and Joshua fight is the biggest fight that could be made right now in boxing. Period. Both fighters gonna get paid triple, probably. Double, definitely double more than what they were making. We can always bring George Foreman out of retirement. <laughs> I guess so. Or oh, that's not yeah. gonna happen. That's yeah, not gonna happen. Wanted the 50-50 cut too. Right. Yeah, because he's not selling out Wembley. Joshua's selling out Wembley. So why Wilder want that 50-50 cut too? I think they mm-hmm. I think on both sides, it's both promoting sides, Shelly Finkel and um wanna milk this fight as much as possible, like they did with Pacquiao and Mayweather. Not a, a five-year gap of doing it, but I think they wanna milk it because they know before the Tyson Fury was before Tyson Fury was added into this, yeah. after this, they're going back to Dylan White. They're going back to Derek Chisora. They're going back to uh the, uh, whatever other American heavyweights yeah, out there, they, 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 Big they Baby Miller, who hasn't you know, been tested like that, stock. and he fucked up by not. He might have fucked up by not being serious. So yeah, especially That's from a negotiation standpoint. Like Anthony Joshua, love that that draw. That. So like, yeah, he messed up. So he he probably has to fight Fury again, or or go take less of money, like you said. I agree with that. But now, if Joshua fights Fury. The outcome is not going to be. I'm not going to say Joshua ain't going to beat Fury. I think Joshua beats Fury. I but agree Joshua's not going to look good beating Fury. Why? Why you say? Unless that? he knocks him out early. I think if that fight goes late, if he don't knock out Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury is going to tie him up. Tyson Fury is going to jab him. I still think Anthony Joshua yes, will get the I decision, agree. but I don't think he'll I, look I, good I against you. Tyson I agree. Fury. He won't look at his top. His top will drop as well. That, that Wilder Fury fight was good for me, or great for Wilder, because what happened was predicted. Fury is the better boxer. I don't think this this is a lot of people's first time watching Fury. So it's like I like everybody if that watched boxing and following knows what happened. Wilder only has one punch, and he ended up landing him and knocked him on his ass twice. So we we know he's gonna get outboxed every round majority of the fight but everybody's waiting for him to knock the person out because he's knocked out everybody has been in the ring everybody that's what's cool about Wilder unfortunately how many knockouts does he have like 39 39 out of 41 he missed out on the first 
out of the first yeah, remains to burn fight. He, he didn't get to knock him out. He decision. Uh, did a rematch with him and knocked him out in the first round. He almost killed that dude. Oh, he almost killed him. Oh, yeah. He almost killed him. The look at knockout was his best knockout ever. <laughs> yeah, that one was really good, yeah. I think I remember that one. That one was pretty good. Yeah, called right on the button, right on the chin, and spent them around. <laughs> Damn. But what we're stuck with now, we got three good stories here in the heavyweight division now, too, also. You got a guy that's coming off of mental depression, drug addiction, and alcoholism, got his life back together. Deontay Wilder, who's right. fighting for his daughter, and wasn't a, wasn't a boxer always. He started real late. You got Anthony Joshua, who turned his life around as a young man. Yeah, yeah. So all these stories could go right. All these guys are good guys to look up to. But Wilder, and I hate to say this, Wilder has to yeah. be the loudmouth American. I agree. England, I agree 100. percent You, you need to build interest. The village, the hill, the villain—they they always have drawn like a lot of money. He, even a lot of people nowadays, you'll say, "Oh man, Ali was the greatest. He's such a hero." But back then, Ali yeah. was a villain in the eyes in the, in the eyes of a lot of people, and yes, that's he because was. He, he was a was black the man in America at a time where you know racism was that. Uh, all-time high i mean even though it's high right now but it was more acceptable back then and they wanted to see this black cocky rich man lose not to mention ali was going around calling, calling other black men uncle toms and gorillas and everything like that like ali like he right. just he, he was doing he was doing that shit man and i agree he was <laughs> he's loved and beloved now but he wasn't then and i agree with you like the interest for this fight was not as high going into it as people may think. They were having a little trouble promoting the fight, and uh, like I agree with you, if he's going to fight Joshua, he's got to he's got to heal it up. He's got to play the heel. You know, I'm yeah, from he, the city of champions, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So he's got to play it up. Yeah, he's going to call him a pretty boy and shit like that. Yeah, I actually bought the fight, so I'm like, I could like I was I watched this fight mobily on my phone. And that was the only way I can watch it. I tried to stream it, you know, the way I usually do. <laughs> I watched it, Hooters. Yeah, but I ended up, I caved. I'm like, man, I'm just going here. I had some bread saved for it anyway. And that's probably yeah. like 75 bucks, I think. Right? Yeah. Yep. I, I dropped it. I bought it at Hooters. The waiters, the waiter, the waitress wouldn't jack, jack me off under the table. So I tried to get to the kitchen and get some action. I got kicked out. So whatever. <laughs> and, and for some reason, and I know you're not lying. I, don't, I believe you. <laughs> be like that, be like that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I went on, and I was watching this fight. You know, at my girl's hollow ho- um, holiday party, Christmas holiday party, mobily. So I'm like, I'm up here shouting when he knocked them out, and the guy just rolls up like <laughs> it wasn't like ain't nothing happened. <laughs> I'm like, what the yeah, hell? He had a moment. That was probably pure adrenaline, though. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. And we got to remember, Wilder yeah. gives up, what, 40 pounds yeah. to Tyson Fury? And he, he almost knocked him out. Great, yeah. punch, great yeah. punching power. He had him in La La Land yeah, for about a good five seconds. He has, um, he has real power in both hands. Like he said, he felt it. He's like, he's no joke. <laughs> he said, he, he even admitted he don't know how he got up. <laughs> he's, he's like, like fuck it, I gotta get up. 
Man, do you see how you got up? <laughs> yeah, I was rose for the dead. <laughs> Man, do you see Wilder's face though? He was like, <laughs> his face was bright. Uh, <laughs> I feel and, like and he, our country is dying for like a super popular heavyweight champion, man. And we, it's just, dang. Right. right. But we don't support them. We don't support, we, American boxing fans, unless it's a, unless it's a Floyd Mayweather, and they didn't support Mayweather either. You're paying for hey, Mayweather. Loses, like, yes. People yeah, generally are paying for him to watch the hope that he loses. Even Conor, even Conor, we never have people here saying, oh, he's going to get Floyd Mayweather. We don't support our boxing. Mayweather was fighting, man. It was an event, man. Like, it was, it was a fight part. You know what I'm saying? Like, People, yeah, because he, because he healed it up. He, he knew how to talk. He knew yeah, how to meditate. Man. I went. People to wanted to see him move. Man, do you guys remember? Um, sport Sports Fans United is our Facebook uh, sports group. By the way, people, um, when McGregor lost to Mayweather, there was like two people in there. I don't want to say her name. I, I remember I, that. I, I, I don't want no defamation of character shit thrown my way. But. Nah, no, no. Call their names out, Jared. Defamation my name got called out. Call their names out, man. But, um, <laughs> this girl, man. This, I, she can't even hide it that she just, uh, she just always want to see a black person lose in some form. Like, damn. you. I, I remember this. Yeah. And she was just flat out just being ignorant towards all the facts, all the stats. Like, nah, fuck Mayweather. He, he lost the match because of this. Or, nah, because of that. Why, what? Well, that's just dumb. He knocked the man out. It was a technical knockout. Even, even though Connor put up more of a fight than I thought he would, that's just dumb. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, you were... You gotta remember, ESPN did it with Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather, too. You had a lot of the uh, uh, some of the announcers other than Stephen A. Smith sitting there saying, "Oh, that's not how you win a fight." He, he fought him how he was going to fight him, even though it was five years ago. It, it was able to still be Manny Pacquiao on any given though day. that the same thing that drove so many people to put money into uh, Ali fighting hopes of seeing him lose is the same thing driving some people today that want to see a certain black athlete or shit I get sorry. I mean yeah you got people who want to see McGregor lose too on the other hand like fuck this dude this Irish <laughs> Irish douchebag but exactly but it's, it's just amazing yeah but they support him more than they support it's, Mayweather it's amazing to me that but you got to remember, you got to remember, that's combat sports. Combat sports is the one place where you can still be kind of racist and have it not be a big deal. Like, because the nationality of everybody is played up so much. Because you can you can you cannot talk trash in like basketball or football out in the open like you can in boxing. You'd be you'd be fine. Like I said. Well, to be fair to this particular fight we watched over the weekend, these two, what was awesome about these two fighters, and we got to make that clear to our listeners, they naturally respect and have love for each other. You know, like, they really, like, was, like, real cool with each other. You know, Wilder, well, yeah, yeah, Wilder motivated Fury to get back in shape. Yeah, that was, that was. Saying, like, man, that's what's up. They'll they'll play it up for the next fight, though. They'll play it up for the rematch. They will. 
They have to. <laughs> I mean, I mean, even after the fight, you guys seen, you know, they hug each other, telling them, I mean, I love you, man. You know, like, thank you, you know, for the opportunities, you know. So it was, it was cool to see. That's what's up. You're speaking of which, Lennox Lewis uh, had sent out a tweet. He said, I just saw Tyson Fury come back from drugs, depression, two years of inactivity, and massive weight loss to outbox the WBC heavyweight champion, who was gifted a draw. In a rematch, I can only imagine that he will be even better prepared. Wilder Fury, too. Okay. Yep. I, th- I think Wilder knocks him out in the second, uh, in the second fight. Yeah. Lennox, he's, he's, Lennox knows how it feels yeah, to be uh, to be robbed by I a draw. So. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Co- coincidentally, <laughs> he said on in his second tweet, "This Wilder Fury judging takes me back to my first fight with Holyfield." Just goes to show how hard it is for a Brit to come to America and take someone's belt, even though that's what he clearly saw. What we clearly saw. Big yeah. up to Tyson Fury, who never ceases to amaze me. Hold your but, head but up high. That first you know, a lot, a, lot, a lot of people are is mad at that one judge that should never judge again, who actually had Wilder went up three rounds. <laughs> that was trash. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, so that should not have happened. But, but like, I, but, but, yeah, but to be fair, it's the other way around too. If you go to England, yeah. if if Wilder goes to England and oh, gets man. a decision against AJ, there's a good yeah. chance they're gonna get that decision. I agree AJ. with that. If, if, if it's that close, point. if it's close, even if you win by a couple rounds, it's gonna go to the champion. If it's close, I don't feel this one was close. But if it's close, like if you win like seven of the f- seven rounds to five, they'll still give it to the champion because that's what judges do. That's just the way it is. Yep. Things will never be the same. Rest in peace, Pac. But <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we got we go to get ready to wrap this one up. We touched on shit damn near the entire weekend plus Monday. <laughs> uh, in closing, though, <laughs> gotta thank my boy Clay. Gotta thank Lewis. Gotta thank Mike. Gotta thank my damn self for us staying up this late. If y'all don't know right now, it's Damn, it's 2.57 a.m. Um, I'm about to call tonight. <laughs> yo, thanks as always for listening to the Undiluted Podcast. Anything you guys want to say in closing? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, real quick, guys. Uh, go ahead, so bro. sorry, okay, brother. Real quick. Send the thoughts and prayers out to Adonis Stevenson, longtime light heavyweight champion. He got uh, injured in his fight on Saturday. And he's doing better, but he wasn't doing too well after the oh. fight. He had went into a medically induced coma. And he's Man, right now he's in stable condition. So thoughts and prayers go out yep. to that. Thoughts and prayers. I hope he pulls through. Uh, also, uh, people, we got uh, our Twitter uh, is up and running and popping so help us get it going and even more popping follow us on on twitter at d undiluted <laughs> so uh you know if you want even more information what we got going on just check us out on there yep clay and i just want to give a, a shout out to miss Catherine langford uh thank you for motivating me to be my very best every day i can't say i approve of hannah baker necessarily on 13 reasons why but good lord you are fucking beautiful Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs>
<laughs> I love it. Oh, welcome to your tape, Clay. <laughs> I, I, I will say nothing but good things on my tape. I was one of the heroes. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, people. Till next time. Peace. Peace and love. Bye-bye.